0: Hi and welcome to The New Agent Mindset. This episode is all about the truth about what it's like to be a real estate agent and trying to dispel some of the misconceptions and some of the myths that real estate agents have when they're just getting into the business or right before they've taken their test or even you know after a couple of months, those uh, misconceptions or untruths might still be hanging around. So this video is all about the truth about what it's like to be a new real estate agent. So we're going to jump right in here and this is a pretty fun topic. Um, It's a pretty serious topic. Uh, Some of these misconceptions, some of these truths you really need to know. Um, There's nothing funny about uh, getting into a career and realizing that you've made a terrible mistake, but the, some of them are, have elements of humor. So the first one is this is a misconception and that is that Real estate or being a real estate agent is somehow an easy job. There's absolutely, quite honestly, nothing easy about being a real estate agent. Sure, you you manage your own time, you sort of make your own hours, you pursue the options and the strategies that you think are best for you. There's no one telling you exactly what you have to do, when you have to do it, like a, a normal job is. But at the same time, that in many ways makes it almost more difficult, right? Sometimes having that direction actually helps you have a focus on what it is you need to get done, gives you a deadline uh, or pushes you. Some people, quite honestly, need to be pushed a little bit as a new real estate agent. You don't have that infrastructure underneath you guiding you what do this now, then do this, make sure this gets done by such and such a time. So there's really nothing easy about this job. Another thing that sort of leads to this idea is that if you follow, real estate agents on social media, chances are you see the more successful ones and on their Instagram, you know, they're uh, they're all dressed sharp and they just sold a million dollar house and they're driving a fancy car and it looks great. They're smiling. They're having a good time. They're relaxed. They make it look easy. That's, that's great. But we have to realize that those agents most likely have really worked their tails off, have continued to hustle and strive and go after what it is they're going after, those those folks have put in the hard work. They might be on year five, year 10, who knows what. So they've been doing this for a long time. They have the experience. They have that pipeline of clients. They've got referrals coming in. You know, they're successful, there's no doubt about it, but just because they look great and it seems like they're having a good time, you shouldn't assume that their job is easy because in order to get to the position that they've gotten to, definitely they've put in the work and uh, it's paid off for them, which is fantastic. Another thing that leads to this misconception that real estate for new real estate agents in particular, that it's an easy job is that you could argue, well, look, you don't even have to go to college. All you gotta do is you gotta take a couple of classes. In Texas, you have to take six real estate licensing classes, and you can do that over a couple of months, couple of weeks if you really just burn through it, pay to take the exam, and if you pass it, boom, you're good to go. So it must not be that hard, right? Or how hard could it be? But while that's certainly true, There are plenty of there are so many variables at play in a real estate transaction. The contracts are very serious legal documents. And if you don't know the ins and outs of the contracts, at the very least, you could make a catastrophic failure or mistake for your client and inevitably yourself because the client's going to be very upset. If you really drop the ball, you could end up in a position where you're getting sued. Uh, there's complaints going to, and for us it would be TREK, which is the Texas Real Estate Commission. It could snowball into a big mess. So you don't need a college degree to do it, but there is without a doubt a knowledge base that you need to be familiar with and you need to understand well so that you don't make mistakes. So lots of money to be made, which is fantastic. Is it an easy job? Absolutely not which takes us to number 2. This is a funner one. A lot of real estate agents and a lot of people in general think that it's like it's like HGTV, right? Or some other, some of these other kind of home buying or selling shows, million dollar listings, selling sunset, what have you. On these types of shows, typically what people see a real estate agent doing is they show a buyer three houses the buyer decides that they're going to take one of those one of those three houses they close wham bam they're in their new home everything's great the real estate agent got paid and it all happened in you know the span of a 30 minute tv episode that is not how it is you chances are You're not going to show a buyer three homes and they're gonna pick one and everything's gonna go smoothly like on television, right? A lot of people are picky and they should be picky because this is such an important decision for them and their family. Choosing a home that you live in, that you raise your children in, your biggest financial expenditure probably for a lot of people. People should be picky and people are picky, right? and you have to be the patient real estate agent who takes them on 10 20 maybe more there are certainly horror stories of buyers who have wanted to see you know well over 50 homes and just couldn't make up their mind meanwhile the real estate agent isn't getting paid for their time and money right and they're trying to juggle other business so that they actually can get paid so It's not like a TV show. So don't fool yourself. There are definitely moments where everybody's happy and things are going great. And you have a transaction that there's no hiccups and everything is, you know, smooth as can be. Those moments are fantastic. But the reality is that it's a much longer process. There's a greater, uh, there's a greater need for your time and energy when it comes to actually taking a client from start to finish. So, Not like TV. Okay, number three. This is another myth and now, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of people that don't believe this, but there there are plenty of new real estate agents that assume that when they join a broker, that the broker is going to hand them out leads, It's going to give them leads. That is not the case. In the blog post, I say, sure, maybe 20 years ago or so, maybe it was a little bit more like that because pre-internet, sure, people who wanted to buy or sell a home might go into their local real estate office, say, hey, I'm looking to buy or sell a home. The secretary says, oh, great. And the next person up for this lead is you. Right. But it's not like that anymore most people don't go into their local real estate office anymore what do most people do you know they go on zillow they start looking and when they get serious enough hopefully they reach out to a real estate agent and that's where hopefully you've either positioned yourself to be that lighthouse where people seek you out they find you and they contact you or you happen to be lucky enough that somebody that they know refers you to them what have you but it is a mistake to assume that the broker is going to give you leads. Now, sure, sometimes brokers do get leads in, but as a new real estate agent, who do you think they're going to give those leads to? They're probably not gonna give it to the rookie, the guy or gal uh, who's uh, at the bottom of the totem pole who has no experience and might blow the whole deal, right? They're gonna give it to their more experienced agents who have been around longer, who they know are going to be able to close those clients, which is not going to be you at the beginning. So you definitely do not want to make the assumption that somehow the broker is going to give you leads. And sure, maybe you you know you have some fantastic situation. I can't even imagine. maybe in like a really small town where there aren't enough agents, maybe that situation happens where brokers have leads that you know they can give to new agents that they get to come on. maybe as an enticement to join the broker. maybe. But it's not really something that's common, it's relatively unheard of, and you should definitely not expect your broker to give you leads. So why join a broker? Hopefully you know the answer because as a new real estate agent or any real estate agent, you cannot legally practice real estate unless you are working underneath a broker. So what does a broker do for you? Well, they make sure that you don't mess up, that you don't get yourself or them in trouble, that you you know, don't make one of those catastrophic errors for one of your clients. They might market generally, you know, the the services of the broker, what have you. They provide you with email and technology and those types of tools. Great brokers provide you with good training and support, but like I said, don't expect that your broker, any broker you choose, is gonna give you leads okay number four the truth about being a new real estate agent is that once you do those in my case texas it's six courses once you do those courses and get your license the truth is that you're not you're not done learning okay hopefully you're not of that mindset anyway because that's a what we call a fixed mindset that's not a growth mindset and you should striving to always learn. There's always something more to learn, get better at, dig into deeper, specialize in. But uh, in most states in the United States, you are actually required to do continuing education courses every year or so to make sure that you stay up to date with at least like legal updates, things that change in contracts that you need to know about. But there's tons of continuing education courses you can um, choose to take Things that you're interested in, maybe niches that you're interested in, uh, commercial, you know, land. farm and ranch uh, working with short sales i mean the the list is pretty endless so the nice thing about this continuing education requirement is that at least you get a choice and you get to pick what it is you you do but it is a requirement so you don't want to um, assume that all right i've taken these courses i got my license boom i'm good to go i'm never going to have to pay for another course ever again because that definitely is not true okay this one to me is the most important so if you've hung around this long and you're finding value here which i hope you are please consider giving the video a like subscribe hit that notification bell until so you're notified when new videos come out which is weekly but this one this is so important this i think takes out a lot of people when i tell you that quote about you know upwards of 80 percent of new real estate agents are out of the industry within five years i would speculate that this is one of, if not the main reason why that happens, and that is because a lot of new real estate agents, unless you have a spouse who's working, which is fantastic. I am fortunate enough to be in that situation, and I know I am fortunate and beyond blessed to be in that situation. Now. When my wife was getting her nursing degree, um, I was driving uh, a reefer truck, a refrigerated truck, and driving all night across the state of Florida and uh, unloading pallets of frozen food. So, you know, while she was in school studying to be what she's going to be, I was working, and now those tables have turned. Now she's working while I have the time to ramp up. And ramp up is exactly why you need to make sure that you have three to six months of money, of reserves, of a nest egg saved up, so that you can cover yourself through that point. I'm talking about things like being able to pay your mortgage or your rent, paying your car payment, buying groceries, your utilities, your cell phone bill, all of that stuff. If you are just going to, if you think you're just gonna start in real estate and on day one, magically somehow, you're gonna start making money, you, my friend, are sadly mistaken. Actually, what's going to happen is you on day one and actually pre-day one, but you are going to be paying money. So you probably already paid money. I paid, I paid about $500 to go to uh, Aceable Agent is where I did my real estate licensing courses. So you're going to pay around $500, some places are more. I'm sure you can find it for less. Then you're going to pay to join your local real estate association. That's gonna be upwards of $500 to $1,000. What are you getting for that? You're getting membership um, in the association, uh, membership in uh, NAR, National Association of Realtors. You're getting access to the MLS, which is huge, and you need that, right? So, also, if, 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 it, if, it, if you weren't getting kicked in the face enough, also, you're gonna pay money to join a broker. A lot of brokers have upfront initiation fees. Uh, my fee to join EXP was 150. My fee to join Keller Williams was more than that. You're gonna pay a monthly fee uh, for things like, uh, they're gonna call it like a tech fee, a desk fee, um, but this is the monthly fee that gets you an email account or you know access to, uh, in my case, KV Core, uh, which is CRM software. But whatever it is, you're gonna pay a monthly Um, you're going to pay monthly kind of um, dues to your broker. Now, there are some um, brokers out there that don't have any fees and you collect all the commissions and everything sounds great. The thing you have to understand with those brokers is that you're not giving them anything as far as money goes and you're not getting anything really. So you are really on your own and it's kind of like, good luck, go get them. Um, If you do close a deal, we'll take a small little chunk of it, which is great at that point for you. But like I said, most new agents especially find that they do need some support. They do need training Um, with exp you, if you haven't closed at least three deals, but when you join you're automatically enrolled in the mentor program, which is awesome, which is fantastic. So, um, you know, um, take it all with a grain of salt. But, So at this point, you've already spent upwards of $2,000 just to get started. You haven't made a penny. Okay. So you're not, most people aren't going to become a real estate agent. And on day one, have a client. I'm sure some people do, you know, the timing just works up, uh, works out with a family or some, a friend and you know, great. You have a client even so. From the moment that that person buys a home if it's a buyer it's going to be 30 to 60 days before close and you get paid if it's a seller that you landed on great from the time that then when they you get an accepted offer 30 to 60 days until close so at the bare minimum even if you're coming in and you 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 believe you have a client or two that's fantastic but at the bare minimum you're going to need at least a month or two and those all those startup fees you, that money saved up in order to get you to that point where you're going to get paid for the rest of us i would suggest that you have that you try to go for six months of saved money that you can coast through you don't have to freak out you don't have to be stressed you don't have to be anxious you don't have to be like ah uh, every single day um, i'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage next month That's not the position that you're going to want to be in that headspace. If you get into that headspace, um, you're you're going to be a mess. You know, it's uh, you're going to. What are you going to do? You're going to realize, oh, I either have to go back to this crappy job that I left in the first place that I hate, or you're going to get a part time job, which could be okay, But then that's just going to take up take away that much more time from real estate, which you really want to do on a full time basis. Can you do it part time and make a bunch of money? Not really, no, all right, again, misconception, no. So you're gonna do whatever you gotta do because that's what we do, but you're gonna be much less stressed and you're gonna position yourself for success if you have enough money saved up so that you can ramp up your business slowly because that's what most of us do. Six months of savings would be my suggestion to you. It sounds like a lot, but trust me. Do you want to really make it in the industry, or do you want to get to month three, have to quit and feel terrible about yourself? And, you know, I don't want that for you. I suspect you don't want that. So do yourself a favor and really think about what I'm saying here. So um, I'd be happy to talk talk more about this too. If you have a, a, a comment, by all means, um, leave it in the comments below. Join the Facebook group, New Agent Mindset, um, and I'll talk to you more about this. But it's really, really important. This one, there's nothing funny about. So that's that one. One more for you. Number six, the truth is, as a new real estate agent, you need to have a solid, positive mindset and you need to understand the importance of consistency. Okay? Mindset is obviously what this channel and podcast is all about, right? Your mindset is your established set of attitudes. So these attitudes have to do with how you think and feel about yourself, how you think and feel about others, how you do everything. I had this um, gentleman that I really uh, respected who used to say, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. I love that. That's the idea that if you're the kind of person that half asses something, chances are you pretty much do that a lot, if not all the time. In your head, you might make the excuse and you're like, ah, I'm just gonna, you know, just slap this uh, listing presentation together uh, and call it good, right? Uh, next time I'll do it better. Ah, uh, really? So that's a that's a mindset lesson. That's something to think about. So, your mindset is super important. That's why uh, I have a lot of the episodes, the uh, podcast episodes, audio only, that are all about looking at these great books. Right now, we're in The Greatest Salesman in the World by Mandino, but we're going to check out um, some books by Gary Keller, Ryan Serhat. There's tons of great wisdom out there on developing and implementing uh, a solid, great mindset. So, that's important. But this one is a little more specific, and I admit in the blog post uh, right away, I did not come into this realizing how important consistency is. Consistency is huge because real estate, as we've said a number of times, is a long game. And in order to be successful in that long game, The goal is to try to stay top of mind with a lot of people, right? Because there's a lot of people that come into your sphere and they're at different points in the buying or selling process. Somebody might come in and be ready to go. And that's awesome. Okay. You're not going to, you're not going to need to uh, be super consistent with them because they're hopefully ready, willing, able to do business. You're going to make it happen. Fantastic. Other people are going to come into your sphere and they're six months out or a year out. And if you don't consistently at least follow up and stay top of mind with that person, chances are they're going to, you know, go with somebody else when it, their time to actually make a transaction happen comes. So consistency is important. And this goes back to this first idea that I talked about, about that it's an easy job and sometimes having working for somebody else is advantageous for some people because it gives you a schedule of you have to do this by this point. You're working on your own now, right? Your business is your business. You're the CEO of your business, as we say. So if you're not consistent, if you're not good at scheduling things, keeping track of things, organizing information, when was the last time you talked to so-and-so, when's the next time you need to talk to so-and-so? If you're doing social media, are you creating your posts on a regular basis? Or are you just kind of hit and miss? All of that stuff really, really matters. And that's why I'm including consistency in one of um, the most important things to think about when uh, we speak about the truth about being in real estate. As an added bonus, I uh, reached out to a, a big real estate uh, mastermind Facebook group that I'm a part of and just said, hey, curious what all of you guys think are you know misconceptions or truths that people don't really understand about being in real estate. And I'm gonna share just a couple of you a couple of those with you. Pardon me while I look away at my screen here, but here's some of the things that people said. You made great money for working part-time. Lots of vacations. People will just need to buy and sell. Easy stuff. Another one. How hard can it really be? It's great money and an easy open schedule. All we do is show homes. I thought that unrepresented people would just walk into the broker's office looking for a realtor on a regular basis. It's easy and it's easy and I'm going to do it as a side gig, haha. Ha. You just show houses and get paid big money. You are actually running a business and are responsible for everything, everything in quotes. So we've covered a lot of the misconceptions, some of the myths about what it's actually like to Be a real estate agent especially um, some of the misconceptions that new real estate agents might have we've talked about some of the actual truths of being in the business these are really important there's certainly more of them but i hope this gives you at least something to think about especially if you're just kind of either thinking about getting into real estate or if you're you know studying for your tests and getting ready to take your um, exam these are the things you need to be thinking about right prepare yourself. You want to be prepared, uh, the Boy Scouts saying, right? Be prepared. You want to know what you're getting yourself into so that you can anticipate your reactions and actions. You want to be ready for what is coming up for you as a new real estate agent. That's exactly what this channel is all about. These podcasts are all about. We've got a website where I'm starting to amass resources for new real estate agents, scripts, um, you know, buyer contact sheets, whatever it is you need, you can check it out. It's all for free, newagentmindset.com. Like I said before, there's a Facebook group, New Agent Mindset, that I'd love for you to check out and join if you're so inclined. Other than that, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.